welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome aboard the Stream Boat. Happy New Year? Yes. It's going to be New Year. Yeah, ha- Happy New Year. Happy it New is indeed. Did you have what a you nice make of 2022 so far? Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Hopefully it's going to be much better than 2021. <laughs> yeah. Sure. It's, it will be. be. It better be. How are you, Nick? Great. Do you know where I've been today? Where have you been? I've been to a trampoline park. Oh, amazing. On your own? Uh, I had a great time (laughs) with six children. Oh, wow. That's a lot of children. You've only got two. Where did the other four come from? They they were other friends' children. And I was the designated jumpy. Jumpy. Whilst uh, other adults were having a coffee. Oh, I was like, you, you no way, I'm getting in there. <laughs> Some would call that the shorts drop, not you. I had a great time. Good, I'm glad. Bouncing off walls, it was so, awesome. Highly recommended. Oh, I think you'd like it. You'd get in there and you'd be well away. There's one near where I work, but literally okay. just at the end of the road. We've always talked about going after work, but we never have. <laughs> yeah, this one's not far from us, so uh, it was uh, highly recommended. Cool, okay. I've been sales shopping. Oh, what, yeah. for the boat? Yep. See if I can get some nice products for the boat. <laughs> no, I meant sales. Actual sales. Oh! Didn't catch that joke, sorry. <laughs> My bad. It's been a long, long festive period. Anyway, we, uh, we the eagle eyes of you will notice that we didn't do a wave again. This, again, time caught up with us a little bit. And to be honest, there's not it's, a lot of news out there, is there? It's still the Christmas period. Yeah, it's still bank holiday. Bank holiday. There's, like, there's not a lot of stuff going on in the world of Netflix. So... We'll do a nice bumper big wave next week and catch up on everything that has been going on. We'll, yes. We'll get back to normal from there. No, that sounds good. We'll, um, we might even have a little we, there's, cheeky bonus at one point. Yeah, there's, there's a couple of big drops coming to Netflix soon, so we might do a bit extra on a couple of those things. But, uh, tomorrow, I can't wait. Tomorrow. How's that for a tease? Yeah. I'm going to binge so, yeah, and no, no one wants to spend their last bank, bank holiday listening to us, I'm sure. So. No, absolutely. So you can listen to your first Thursday of the year listening to us instead. Yeah. So we're going to drop yeah, a movie show. Yeah. Shall we talk about a movie? Yeah, let's do it. So this today, we are talking about a film called Time Freak. Uh, Time Freak was from 2018. It's a 12, runs for one hour and 44 minutes, and is currently rated a 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb. The eagle eyes of you will notice that on IMDb, it's known as Time After Time. And apparently, that's its UK release title. I'm so confused. Me too. <laughs> because that's what it's called on its title in the card. actual movie. Yeah, the title card calls it Time After Time. Apparently, it was only released Time After Time in the UK. However, Netflix have it as Time Freak. They do. In yeah. the UK. So, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. But yeah, well, the title it's card a, is... It's a lot of effort to, to change all the um, thumbnails and everything, isn't it? I, I suppose. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Unless I don't understand why it's changed in the UK, but it has. What's a better title? Time after time, but as as in the better title that fits this movie. Yeah. Time after time, because what's time freak? I mean, <laughs> well, well, we'll get into it. I don't think that um, Stillman is the most stand-up guy you're ever going to meet. No, that is very true. Um, but I wouldn't call him a freak anyway. It's called Time Freak on Netflix, so if you want to check it out. It's on there. It stars the wonderful Asa Butterfield, who plays the aforementioned Stillman title character. Um, you'll know him. He's, was he, he's in Sex Education on Netflix. He's the main character in that. Um, yeah. He's been around since he was a kid. He was in The Boy in the Striped Pajamas when he was a child. Wasn't he in Hugo as he well? He was also in Hugo, which is a great film. Have you seen Hugo? I have, yeah. It's a great film. Really, really. His most famous film is probably Enter's Game. He was in that as well. So yeah, he's been around for a long time. He's really good, I really um, also stars a lady called Sophie Turner. She plays Debbie. Um, you will know her if you've ever watched Game of Thrones. She plays Sansa Stark in Game of Thrones. And she's also Jean Grey in the X-Men films. Uh, and she's also married to a Jonas brother. Is she married? I didn't, I didn't know they were married. Which one is she married to? One of them. Which one? Uh, <laughs> one of them. I, I, knew that, I knew she was in the relationship. I didn't realize they were married. I think they're married. I saw a clip of her roasting one of them on their Netflix roast, which came out a few weeks ago. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. I was going to watch that. I'll check that out wow. before next week's one. Yeah. Okay, deal. Do it. I will do. Um, and then thirdly, stars a guy called Skylar Gizondo. Gizondo or Gizondo? Gizondo's funnier. 
Go yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> he plays a character called Evan. Um, most famous, he was in the Santa Clarita Diet. He was. Um, he was also in Vacation with Jason Bateman. No, uh, no, Ed, Ed Helm. Ed Helm. And he's also in Night at the Museum, Secret of the Tomb, which happened to be Robin Williams' last film. Oh, good start. Uh, thank you. Uh, written and directed by a guy called Andrew Bowler. Andrew Bowler has an Oscar nomination to his name. Does he? What for? He was nominated in 2012 for a short film called Time Freak. Oh, okay. <laughs> However, the synopsis for the short film is completely different to this film. So he's just made two oh. films. He's only made those two films on his whole IMDb. And I'm he's been nominated. Now. He's been nominated for an Oscar for one of them. It's only 10 because minutes. I- I was sure you were going to tell me that this is like his feature-length version of his previous short film, like we saw last season yeah. with Alaska, Alaska is a Drug. You would think um, so, wouldn't you? But I read the synopsis of the short film and it doesn't bear any resemblance to this. But it is timey okay. wine. It is a timey wine film. But it's only 10 minutes long. But it did get an Oscar nomination, but it didn't win, but it did get an Oscar. And they are the only two credits he has on IMDb. Interesting. And there's six years between them. Very bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, well, when you've been messing around with time, what, six years? So maybe it's stuck in a time loop somewhere. <laughs> it could be, it could be. <laughs> Just keeps making the same film over again. <laughs> um, where does this film start? No drop for one word review of it. Nearly did that. Uh, no, I've not thought about that at all. Uh, so <laughs> okay. <that's... laughs> um, it starts with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, start as we mean to go on. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> we'll just let's go with I've got nothing <laughs> <laughs> uh, this film's really good fun I really enjoy it I'm just going to go in straight in. it's really good fun but it's it's quite dark towards the end uh, it, it's, it really takes a turn it's it's a bit it lurches doesn't it it really does tonally a, a few times we'll get to it but I thought the ending was quite dark to be fair so where does this film start Nick uh, do you know this or do we, you know this passenger feature as well no 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 we've, we've got a, a a montage a photo montage yes photo montage of a happy couple um, and that's playing over the credits correct correct uh, and then there's a text message the but text message fortunately we're not reading it over someone's shoulder no. we get the whole exchange full screen experience full screen which is nice um and basically, this text message is between these two people, Stillman and Debbie, and they're arranging to meet up. And then the text conversation ends with the fateful text, we need to talk. Yes, from her to him. Yes. Um, and we go straight to that scene where they're meeting up in this cafe. And she's basically there to break up with him. She's just yeah. not happy anymore, is what she says. Um, both these British people are doing American accents in this film. She's a yeah, bit, I- bit strange. <laughs> I thought Sophie Turner was pretty good in this movie. Yes, I agree. She might even have been the best one out of the three of them. Mm, yeah. In terms of in terms of acting wise, yes. But she was the worst one in terms of accents. <laughs> Asa Butterfield wasn't great either, to be fair to him. But no, but hers hers definitely slipped a couple of times, yeah, especially in this first scene. Maybe yeah. it was day one. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they started at the beginning. Yeah, it's strange to cast two British actors as Americans, but why not? Um, and basically the scene is, she's telling him she's not happy. They, She wants to split up a bit. She says she's not been happy for a while. And basically, we see this scene play out five or ten times. Yeah, and it keeps, there's like a blip, isn't there? And it keeps going back to basically the character of Stillman reacting to her breaking up with him and, yeah. and trying to convince her that it's a bad idea and trying different reactions and different answers he's basically got his time his, his phone is a time machine controller so he can yeah. just and we and we see it straight from the off there's no uh, no kicking about it. yeah we're in family guy territory here yeah so he can just press a button on his phone and start the scene again and he's trying he's trying everything he gets angry with her he tries that he tries to be thoughtful and nice and kind and romantic but nothing works so it always ends up the same and it always ends up with her saying I'm gonna go. Yeah. And um, they always break up. Yeah. And they always break up. We probably see five or ten different versions of this scene, maybe more. Um, and then she leaves, and we hit the title card, which says "Time After Time," which isn't the name of the film, but fair enough. Um, it's even called in the top right corner when you start playing on Netflix, and you get like the rating and stuff. It's called "Time After Time." There. Really, I didn't notice that. Yeah. 
But then when you yeah. click on the menu, it's called time frame. I know. So weird. So weird. Should just make a decision. <laughs> um, and then we cut back to Stillman. He's in the dressing gown now and he's all depressed. He's in a lab um, somewhere. He's like rented a lockup, hasn't he? Yeah, it's got like a looks things, garage unit, hasn't it? Yeah, but it's got a bed in it and stuff. The last time we watched this film about time travel, they did it from a garage as well. Yeah, that's true. It's just what, it's just what people do in films. And uh, then we meet Evan for the first time. Yeah, in like storage wars, they never opened one and there was a time machine. <laughs> they? No, they didn't. Or a time travel, depressed time travel. Yeah. <laughs> that's very true. Um, then we meet Evan for the first time. Evan obviously is kind of Gazondo's character. He's very short. I don't know if I'd uh, ever yes. noticed this before <laughs> in his other works. Well, I, I'd never considered Asa Butterfield to be tall, but no. did also notice how he towered above <laughs> really Skylar Gizondo. Gizondo. There's like two foot in it. He's tiny. He's, he plays the comedy sidekick best friend stoner character in this film. Yeah. and I think he does a good job. He does. He's good. He's a funny guy anyway. But yeah, you're right. He, has, he does do well. He plays that role quite well. Um, and he's trying, he talks to Stillman. has basically been missing in action for a few weeks. Nobody's seen him, nobody's heard from him. He's been depressed since the breakup. Since yeah. the breakup. Um, and what he's managed to do is build a computer program where he's tracked his whole relationship and into like a timeline he can scroll through. It's like a video game menu, isn't it? Where, yeah. you, where you've seen the level after you've completed the level and he's, he's mapped it out like a timeline, isn't he? Yeah. What's the one. Um... Oh, I'm going to talk about computer games now. So this okay. is going to put me in Excellent. tough water. What's the one that's like a movie that you play through where you're like an android? Detroit Become Human. Yes, it's like that. It looks like the menu of that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's and what he's created. Heavy Rain was the first one, I think. That's really good. And then, so basically, he's shown him this timeline and he's shown him all the good times that he's plotted on this one timeline and all the times that he thinks he messed up yeah so he's he's like color coded them hasn't he yeah so, so you can you can like jump to them day by day yeah we go we firstly we'll go back to day one that's where we uh that's where this film kicks in i guess um we come back to the day one of the first day this isn't a time travel scene. this is more like a flashback to it this is just um stillman saying to evan do you remember day one yeah and then, and then we, we just we see how they all met yeah. so it starts with him He's, ba- he's like teaching a class, isn't he, in his university that he's at? I think he's been like, he's so they're in a lecture, aren't they? And the teacher's obviously said, oh, come, someone come up and yeah. talk us through it. And then he's, he's taken the whole thing over, basically. Basically, and even the teacher doesn't know what he's going on about. Um, and then Evan, Evan's in the class, he's not shouldn't be in the class, but he is. And, he's, and they're talking about going to a bar um, because yeah. they want to meet this girl. Because um, he says that, he, he says... Uh, where's the effect of you know you've had your you've had a crush on this bar lady, bar lady. for month bar, bar, bar lady <laughs> barmaid for, for months and months now. It's her last day at work. Yeah. Do, oh, do you want to go and actually try and talk to her? Stillman says, "Yeah, let's go." So they go to the bar. Um, they order some drinks. She's not a very good bartender. She she brings them the wrong drinks like twice. Right. Twice? First of all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's because I'm an old and increasingly grumpy man. <laughs> but no, I, I had a real problem with how young the guys looked in this. Or like all three of them, but particularly the two men. Yeah, there's, a, there's an age question, definitely. Because like what, what age are they supposed to be? Yeah, because did they look old enough to be drinking? They don't look 21, for definite. And, but they and, are and, and, and we'll get into the fact that no one seems to age through this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because a few years pass. Yeah, they don't look 21 and they're both at uni. I mean, Evan's even talking about changing his major. So he must be like early in his college years. Yeah. But then they're both drinking in this bar. And they, they look about 15. Well, yeah, they're both young looking guys. Even today, they both still look like young looking guys anyway. Yeah, it's, even her, she doesn't, she's not like an older looking lady, is she? Well, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, those two guys are pretty, pretty baby faced boys. That's for definite. Um, anyway, eventually he does go and talk to her. This is last chance. She's leaving their job, so he's, he's got no choice. And they hit it off quite well, don't they? She tells him she's a magician. A magician? She's not a magician. She's a musician. <laughs> <laughs> and he talks to he's like he talks to her about physics. She's like, I've never heard anybody talk so passionately about something. So he's very passionate about his physics. Yeah. And he finds it really odd that she's got no life plan. She just takes every day as it comes. He finds that strange. He can't really get his head around it. Yeah, because she's just like, well, I might go and try music. I'm leaving my job here because I'm not very good at it. Um, 
I'm just gonna yeah see where life takes me. Yeah, but then another boy comes over and kind of starts chatting to her, and he bottles it and leaves at that point. Yeah. So they leave. They get back in their car, um, and Stillman realizes that Evan is potentially high. He's been uh, in the toilet. Definitely smoking. high. Definitely high. He's been in the toilet smoking. So he's like, I'm not getting in a car with you, and you're not driving whilst you're in that state. So I'm getting out of the car. So he gets out of the car. Meanwhile. Debbie finds Stillman's physics book in the bar, so she finds it. She's quite impressed by it. Yeah, so she's, she's looking through it, going, "Oh my oh god, my this god, guy must be really clever, like this a genius." A lot of numbers and words and equations. Yeah. So then she spots him still outside, so she runs out to give him the book, and then Evan runs him over. Is what basically yeah. happens. Evan reverses out just as Stillman's behind the car, runs him over just as Debbie gets there. Only doesn't hurt him too badly, but he does bang his head. I, yeah, I presume he gets a bang to the head because. Yeah. When he stands up, he's worked out the formula for time travel. <laughs> yeah, he's basically had a physics epiphany over it now. Yes. Um, and he writes it down in this book, and that impresses Debbie even more. She's like, she's yeah, really she's getting like, off on how clever this guy is. She's like, oh, physics is so sexy. <laughs> yeah. And that's how they met, basically. And then we cut back to where they started from when they're in this lockup garage, and they're talking about this, this day. And then he reveals that he's organised this timeline by things that he does regret and things that he doesn't regret. He's analysing every regret, isn't he? Yeah. So then we cut back, we cut to one of his regrets at this point. And it's basically him going in with the L word too early. Yeah. Um, he tells her that he loves her. Um, she doesn't say it back. But she goes, she, she goes and grabs a guitar and says, I'm going to play you a song. Which is a big deal because apparently she never plays for anybody. Yeah. But then he doesn't handle that very well. He's offended by the lyrics, basically. She calls him a howler monkey, which I thought was quite funny. <laughs> Um, and she does say, look, she says uh, she does love him, but she's kind of rushed him into it now. Uh, he's rushed her into it now. Yeah. And she wanted to wait for the right time because she sent it to people before and she didn't think it would be the right time. So This guy's selfish. This is the first yeah. instance, and there's there's many throughout this movie. This guy is totally up his own backside. He's, a, he's, he's literally just, well, I, I've said it. What, what about me? You've not said it to me. What is that? He's so self-centred. He, he doesn't have a lot of social rules does he he's not very he's more he's a proper nerd you can tell yeah. he's never really done this before and he's, he thinks it's all about him he is quite obsessed with his own art which comes to light much more clearly later on <laughs> um, and you can you can you can tell she's all right but you can tell she's upset and he knows now that that's one of his regrets then we cut again to another one of his regrets when he's showing them showing her and her friends his favorite film yes i didn't catch that in the film it wasn't a real film uh, it was it was Farallon 5. <laughs> okay. It's like a three and a half hour long film about aliens. Yeah. And yeah, he hypes it up and they all hate it, basically. Yeah. And then he makes a very inappropriate jive yeah. at one of them. And he basically says, I'm going to get you all with a donkey punch. Yeah. <laughs> Which came out of nowhere. And then, but then he's like, I don't even know what one is. But everybody's quite offended by it. Yeah, just because just they didn't like this movie. Yeah, basically. And so that's another one of his regrets. And we cut back to the uh, the lockup. Evan like Evan's like, well, I get all this. I understand what you're doing, but what's the point? You can't do anything about it. And then he's like, it's going to be different because look, and he pulls off this tar. <laughs> Ta-da! He's, he's basically built a time machine. Evan's like, you've clearly gone insane. What's going on? He doesn't believe a word. Yeah. But then still was like, look, it's a genuine time machine. It can change everything that I've done wrong. Um, but I can't do it on my own. And he's just come with me because. Yeah, why Why did he need him to come back with him? I don't really know. <laughs> I, th- I don't feel that was... Because it's more funny for the film, ...properly covered. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> in uh, story, he, I, I don't feel that properly was... In story, it was because he was there for all the big moments anyway. So he's like, I need you to be there to uh, bounce some ideas off, basically. And then he says, I can't do it on my own. And it gets to the point where someone's literally begging him to come with him. Yeah. And it works. The... Evan decides to do it. He doesn't, still doesn't quite believe that it's real. Um, but it's all to do with sound waves, isn't it? He's, he's managed to manipulate sound waves into time travel somehow. It, yeah. it never does. It never even attempts to explain to you how. Oh, no, no. you just got to be along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, to, that it is pos- possible and uh, don't ask any more questions. Yeah, it's not. we're not going to explain to you how it works. You just have to believe that it does. It works in a slightly different way to most time travel films and because they, they flick back and they're back in time and they end up the first place they go. Is to this bar on day one, and they have yeah. replaced the earlier version of themselves. Yeah, so they're not there. No, 
they don't have to avoid themselves. No, they are themselves. They're yeah. basically so we're not talking like Back to the Future type paradoxes here, are we? No, not at all. Is it, I don't know if I've seen this done like this before. Because what was the other one we did? Um, Be kind, rewind. They were there at the same time, weren't they? Oh no! See you yesterday. See you yesterday. What's Be kind, rewind? Oh, that's that fucking Jack Black. Yeah. See you yesterday. Sorry, they were there at the same time. Yes. So I don't know if I've seen this style of time travel before, but I quite like it. It works a little bit better. Well, it it just means that there's no difficult questions. Yeah, you don't have to answer any paradoxes. You just go with, look, this is how it works. Yeah. Watch the movie. We're not going to explain it to you. This is just the rules. So yeah. So yeah. So basically, they're taking over their old bodies. We're back at day one in this bar situation where it was their last day at work, and he's going to try and handle it a bit better. And basically, the whole mission of this film is for the this. We need to talk text. To disappear from his phone. Yeah, as soon so as that Stillman, disappears, he knows he's been successful. And that he's changed the future. So Stillman wants to make so many changes through the course of this that that text goes away. Yeah. And that when he comes back to the present day, uh, him and Debbie will still, still be together. Exactly. Um, Evan now realises that this is real, so he agrees to help. Um, and Stillman says, look, from this point now, we only move forward. Um, we go back to all the times that I've regretted what I said, and we try and fix them. We try and make her not fall out of love with them. Yeah, so we've, we go forward from there, because he doesn't change anything on that first day, because there's no. no need to. There was nothing. I don't really even know why they went back to that first day. No, I don't either, really. <laughs> um, but he doesn't need to change anything. So the first place he, first time they go forward now, is to the movie night where they they, they watch the Babylon Five ripoff. Um, what's it called? Fabylon Five. <laughs> <laughs> Farallon Five. <laughs> um, and this time he's going to change what he said. He's not going to make the Dunkey Punch joke anymore. Um, no, but I mean, he still makes a lot of errors. Yeah, he introduces the movie. They all sit and watch it. Evans like, why couldn't we have travelled to the end of the movie? Because he's having yeah. to watch this movie. Which is, at the as well. which is a fair point. <laughs> yeah. So and they all. It obviously ends the same. They they all start laughing at it at the end of the scene. I wish it was shit. Which, but he still gets offended by that. Yeah. Um, he doesn't make the donkey punch joke, but he does call Debbie's friend Carly a dumbass bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so he rewinds and starts again. But he rewind every time he rewinds. He rewinds to the beginning of the film. So Evan's having to watch this three-hour film over and over and over and over again, and he's getting really like frustrated by it. It's really. I found that bit really funny. I think he it was, was funny. He was really good. Uh, it was and and a sort of I know it's a running joke but then if you start to look at it and you think the actual disrespect he had for his mate yeah just left him to experience all that and there's some stuff later on as well yeah just it's like he took him with him it's a bit serial killerness isn't it yeah Yeah. it's like he took him with him to torture him because he doesn't need like you said mate he doesn't need to be there he's just he's just there with him so he does it over and over again, and every time he insults somebody different in the room, he can't get over the fact that they don't like this film. Um, but eventually, he makes it like a sarcastic apology for showing it to them, and that works. He buys, so, buys them more pizza, doesn't he? Yeah, he buys them more pizza, and that kind of works. They kind of laugh with him, and um, we, we stick with that one. We're like, right, that's the take we're taking, I guess. But again, they must have had 10, 20 goes at Yeah, it. and Evan's up to watch this film every time. It's really funny. Um, but the text message is still there on the phone, so that's not solve the problem yet. So Evan decides, well, I'm going to take advantage of this as well. I'm going to try and inspire myself to change my year as well. Yeah, so he says, I'm going, to, I'm going to try harder at school, yeah. my last year at school. Because he's put a lot of weight on this year as well, so he's like, I'm not going to eat yeah. as much crap. He's got, yeah. They've put like a bold patch in his hair as well, haven't they, <laughs> yeah. the present day. <laughs> and then we flash forward again to another time where Evan may have a, Stillman has a regret. And this time it's they were heading up, I don't know where they were going, they were heading up this building staircase I think, yeah I don't know if they were going to visit someone or going to a party or something but they accidentally got locked on the roof yeah um, Evan is in the elevator because he took the elevator and Evan then two decided to take the stairs yeah. so he's in the elevator with loads of people like a packed elevator and Stillman and Debbie are on the roof and it's quite a nice scene actually She, she um, he can pick the lock which really turns her on um, <laughs> so not, she knows they're not locked but she keeps shutting the door um, she's got some weird kinks yeah, she just likes clever people. She's well into clever people. And they have a proper nice kiss, and it's a perfect moment. And, and this is another example of uh, Stillman's selfishness, because then yeah. he just replays the moment. He doesn't want to change it. He no, just replays just it replaying over, and over, over and over. over again. 
which is what he's told Evan he wouldn't do, because they're only going to go to the regretful kind of things. Yeah. Uh, but meanwhile, whilst he's replaying this moment over and over again, Evan's been in this lift, in this horrible situation where people standing on him and spraying deodorant in his face and flicking scarves in his face, and he's having to replay yeah, that over and over again. He's got this terrible song going round and round. <laughs> yeah, um, but eventually Evan rings him and he's like, you fucking stop replaying this moment because it's really annoying. Um, and he comes out on the roof, and this is where Stillman says to him, look, it's the perfect moment, I'll just keep replaying it. And I think Evan at that point thinks, yeah, this guy's selfish. I don't, I don't really like yeah. what's going on. And then we cut forward again um, to the scene that we've already seen where he, the day he told her that he loved her, that was too early. This time he screws it up before she even plays the song. Yeah, <laughs> it makes it worse. Maybe. It does make it worse, if anything. Um, but unfortunately, the time machine's broken. Yeah, his um, phone is... Uh got the sort of loading symbol hasn't yeah, it? yeah it's buffering evan wasn't at this event but it does show up at this point because obviously he knows what's going on and somehow well evan brings some drugs and they all get high together while they're high stillman talks about the time machine to debbie yeah and he she finds that quite romantic that he would like turn time for it she didn't believe it yeah um, she says to him well don't well don't don't go back in time yeah, yeah. They're, they're they're high do it you know don't go yeah. back in high uh, don't go back in time stay Stay here. This is a perfect moment. Yeah. So, so he sort of inadvertently accidentally fixed that moment uh, yeah. because he was going to rewind the time and just do the whole thing again. But now he doesn't need to. It's actually worked. Then we cut forward again. It's very pacey. This film, isn't it? It, it moves at a real pace. Um, I don't know because I don't know if I felt it. It seems to, whilst we're recapping it, but I don't feel that. It was particularly zippy whilst I was watching it. Oh, did you not? Well, no, I, d- I didn't think it drags, don't get me wrong. But I, di- I didn't like... I did check the time a couple of times. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I was quite into it. Anyway, we go to where she's now performing at an open mic night. Because even though we were told earlier that she doesn't perform in front of people, she appears to now perform in front of people. Yes. And she's really... Everybody in the bar thinks... I think she's awful. But everybody in the bar thought she was really good. And uh, to the point where she even gets offered a weekly gig in the bar. Yeah. And well, it's, the, it's the bar she worked at. So the, yeah. the owner's like, <laughs> forget about bartending, just come and be a singer. Yeah. And we we don't know what happened, what Stillman did in the first take of this. We don't know what he did wrong. But we assume that he insulted her playing somehow. Because yeah, in this, he's, he's like holding his tongue, isn't he? In, in this, this one, he doesn't say anything. I mean, she just talks at him. And she decides to turn this gig down you know, because she's not ready for it. Well, then she doesn't. She ta- she she has a whole conversation without realizing he's not responding. Yeah, and then she decides she is going to go for it. Honestly, I thought she turned it down. Yeah, but Stillman just says nothing. He just kind of like, nods and smiles at her, and it works. Yeah, um, she she thinks that's a, the perfect excuse. That's what she wanted. So again, he's fixed another one of his regrets. It's all working. Uh, but then Evan says to him, "Look, I'm here with you for all of this, but you need to kind of help me out a little bit." Um, on this day or the next day, there was a frisbee match for the frisbee championships the uni. ultimate frisbee get ultimate, it right sorry ultimate frisbee match and we lost uh, because i wasn't very good and um, so i need you to come to that match and change it so we win i want to win yeah. um, which is again another funny scene actually uh, because evan really sucks at frisbee yeah this um, was this was one of the best scenes I think. it was yeah so every time he misses a catch or makes a bad throw he kind of makes a hand gesture a helicopter hand gesture at Stillman. Yeah. And we turn it back and we watch it again. So this frisbee match goes on for ages. But eventually it all works out we're all right. And he does win. And he ends up with the trophy. And everybody's like throwing him up in the air as if he's the hero. Because he had this perfect match. And he just like abuses the opposition captain. <laughs> yeah. <doesn't he? laughs> but then so that guy looked really, really nice. Yeah. yeah. That guy looked really sad. So still Stillman turned it back again so he could not abuse him. And he gives him a kiss. I thought, I thought Skyler Gizondo was really good in this. Or Gizondo. Yeah. Yeah, um, because he's just got all the funny moments. He's just the the friend with the, the funny sidekick, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He has all the funny lines. It was the highlight for me. He was, yeah, I agree. Um, and then he's like, oh, well, "I'm going to go talk to that hot girl over there because I can't mess it up. Because if I mess it up, you can just rewind the time and I'll try again." Yeah, um, she's like um, getting ready to run track. Yeah, she's she's a spoiler. But he does mess it up. He makes a really big mess of it. <laughs> I can't remember what he said, but he was like, "Wow, he really just said that." He yeah. says something like, oh, I can't wait to see you naked. Yeah, he says something like that. She's like, oh, you're disgusting. Um, but the time machine's broke again. So, unfortunately, Stillman can't make that right this time. Yeah. Um, they're, so they're stuck there. They're stuck in that particular day. 
because the time machine's crashed. So we have to play through the rest of that day. And that night he's with Debbie. And he admits to Debbie that he's jealous of Ryan. Now, Ryan is Debbie's gay best friend. Yeah, this is totally nonsensical because we've seen nothing in this movie to suggest that that he is a threat. No. In a, and, and it was just like, just felt a bit... It's just Stillman's insecurities come back again, isn't it? Because he's this yeah. hot boy that she's friends with, even if he's gay. And they're very close with each other. She says, look, we've got this bond. We've known each other forever. We're like best yeah. mates. But he's gay. You've got, literally got nothing to worry about. Which he accepts eventually, but again, it's not the best interaction again. So it's not working out how he wants it to. Then the time machine comes back online, but unfortunately reverse travel is now not possible. It's offline. Yeah. So all they can do is move forward. He doesn't get to retry everything anymore. That's he, right. From this point on, they can't go... He's only got one shot. They can't, no redos. No, so he's only got one shot. He can, he can still change it, but he's only got one shot. Um, so he calls Evan. Um, he says, look, basically, we need to meet. I need to tell you this. We've, we've only got one shot at everything from now on. Just yeah. basically. He Evan's calls, studying, isn't he? Yeah, he's in the library with a study group, and he's like shouting down the phone like the trigger-happy TV. Yeah, Evan's like, well, that's fair enough. Uh, it's not the ideal situation, because obviously they don't get to make things perfect. So what they need to do now, obviously, is go to a gay fire pit party. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> because they did do this in their life, and it's one of the biggest regrets of their... Uh, yeah. Their relationship because Evan properly messed this night up. No, because Stillman. he's because he's uh, Stillman, sorry, because he's jealous of uh, Ryan and Debbie's relationship. Yeah, and he's a bit uptight and he didn't really party. That's yeah. kind of the gist I got. Yeah, absolutely. So they they flash forward to this party. Evan didn't attend this party, so he isn't there, and he wakes up in a random room that he doesn't know. He's never been to before. Yeah, it's yeah. a flat yeah. or an, an apartment. Empty, an empty apartment with one box. With one, one small cardboard box in the middle of the room. <laughs> uh, so he rings Stillman and he's like, what the hell's going on? I don't remember this. I've never been in this situation before. And it's like, well, it must be because we've changed something in your past that's changed your now future. Um, and they make a, a seventh joke, don't they? About yes. what's, what's, in, what's the in the box. What's in the box. Um, but it turns out, He's with the girl before, from before, the girl he was trying to chat up at the track. Yeah. Um, and he's helping her move in. Yeah. Um, so something in what he said obviously worked because they're now either friends or in a relationship together. So he's quite happy now. He's like, yeah, no problem. I'm with this girl. You carry on with your gay fire pit party. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Stillman, it meanwhile... It's a good party, didn't it? It did look a good party. Did, we need to go to more gay fire pit there's like wigwams and everybody's painted in neon furs and there's lots of good looking people around all painted yeah. up and made half naked and painted um stillman's not being cool um and then suddenly he is being cool he gets fully involved uh, because he realizes that i think debbie's getting a bit annoyed with him yeah. so he comes he comes running on the scene he's got a wolf hat on he's got he's not got a shirt on it's all painted and he's like fully getting involved in this. Yeah, he's raving it up, isn't he? Yeah, he's trying his best to be as cool as he can be. And he's with Debbie and Ryan, and then we'll, a bit later on, isn't it? A bit later, everybody starts to go to bed. Yeah. Um, he doesn't get jealous when she's like dancing with some other dudes. As no, well. he looks it a little bit, but he's, he's yeah. hiding it if he is. Um, so him, Debbie, and Ryan are all walking along the side of this water, and Ryan's like, "Let's go swimming." Let's, uh, so I thought we were going to get an obligatory skinny dipping scene here. Yeah, um, but this, this is Ryan's best scene. Because he walks up to the water, dips his toe in, and squeals like a little girl. It's like, oh, it's freezing. I'm not going in there. <laughs> and it turns out it's water that's run off from the snow on the mountains. Yeah. So it's like ice cold. And then all of a sudden, you just see Ace of Butterfield just run along in his boxes, just run straight into this water. It's really and, funny. And then straight out again. And then straight out again as soon as he can. He looks absolutely freezing. Um, and Debbie wraps him up in a towel and, she's, and she kisses him. And she's like, oh, your lips are actually like icy. We need to get you inside. Um, and then they all wake up in the, in the tent together the next morning. And Stillman checks his phone. And the text is gone. Yeah, the future so, text is no more. So it was obviously the fire pit party that was the last straw for their relationship. Because she's no longer wants to talk to him in the bar. So she's no longer going to split up with him. Which is great. He's, he's gets out, he gets out of bed quietly and then he's ecstatically, Mission running, accomplished. ecstatically running around the camp like a crazy person. And he calls Evan. Um, Evan appears to still be helping this lady move, even though it's the next morning. There's um, a lot of boxes. <laughs> there's a lot of boxes. Like he looks floor exhausted. to ceiling. He looks absolutely exhausted. Um, Stillman still calls him. Evan answers the phone, and he's like, "Look, the tap's gone. We've done it. We've accomplished everything. We can go home. We can go back to the present time and carry on living our lives." 
So Evan's like, yeah, fine, do it, let's go. And I seem to be happy in my life now, so let's do it. He puts the phone down, and then this girl comes in, and she's like, right, I'm going to take a shower. Do you want to join me? Yeah. And Evan's yeah, like, oh, yeah, I want to join you. Don't have to ask him twice. So he runs after her, and then they flash forward just as he's about to get in the shower with her, which, again, was really funny. His reaction to yeah. it was really funny. So when, then they, we get back to the lockup, and there's nothing there. No, the time machine's gone. It's completely because they didn't split up. They didn't break up. The text never came, so he never had any reason to invent the time machine. Yeah. So as soon as they blip back to the present day, the time machine has uninvented itself. So Evan's like, right, you need to ring her. You need to make sure everything's okay. Give her a call. He calls her. She's fine. She invites him over to hang out. And he goes over. He's like, he says to Evan, no more redos. We can't do anything else. We just got to live our life from this point on. Yeah. He goes to us. They have a bit of a catch up, a bit of a kiss. They do some naughty. He says, I'm going to make love to you. <laughs> he does. Which, again, was, these people are too young to be doing that. Sure. <laughs> I thought that as well. And then I was like, this kid's in sex education. <laughs> He's said much yeah, more true, worse true. things than that. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. It does feel like watching kids do it. I don't know. If for some reason, we're just old, creepy man. in this I movie. I think we're just old. I think that's all it is. I don't know, because maybe this is the character. There was, I thought there was a definite creep vibe to him. Oh, 100%. The, from this point on, that, as well, it gets worse. That is not there in sex education. No, no. He's a lovely guy in sex education. Then, the next morning after they've done the naughty, he wakes up. He's like, right, it's my birthday is we going out for my birthday? Yeah, I'm taking you to my special. Yeah, we're taking you to this posh restaurant in town. It'll be lovely. Um, he turns up. She doesn't. She stands him <laughs> up. And she's an hour and five minutes late before she turns up. And he's... She described him as hungry and, hang, and angry. Which is hungry. Um, he does quite a good silent rage, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. Because he's not... Because he's trying to avoid arguments at all costs because yeah. he's petrified that they will break up. Yeah. Um, but he has got a good... He's got a point this time. I guess. <laughs> yeah, he's got a point this time because she's like, my phone died. I thought we were meeting at nine. It was clearly should have been eight o'clock. Um, she's a bit of a dick in this scene. And a bit, yeah. <laughs> it's just, but you can see he's raging about it, but he's trying to hold it in because he doesn't want to cause any argument because he hasn't got time to change it now. But the only thing I would say in the in credit to her character is it was established earlier on that she is very flippant. Yes, it was. No, and she true. is a bit sort of, she just well, whatever sort of, happens. She doesn't have any yeah. sort of life plan. She doesn't plan anything. Yeah. She does apologise, um, but he, he just keep going on about it. And she's like, let's yeah, just... You, you would be annoyed if someone did this to you on your birthday when you've booked an expensive I'd be, I'd be annoyed if they did it anyway. Yeah. She says, let's just go for a walk. Go for a wonder, see if we can find somewhere else where you have a nice, find a nice little spot. Um, and they end up in this like dingy inn, don't they? There's no house in there. type yeah. place. Um, next day, uh, we cut from that to the next day. He goes to see Evan. Um, he's really not happy with the way he reacted on that night. Um, he's he's basically petrified that she's going to break up with him because he's done all this work now to stop her breaking up with him, and he's got no way to resolve it if she does this time. Yeah, but Evan's like. He's kind of trying to keep him grounded, isn't he? He says, look, yeah. dude, at least you're together. That was the whole point. Yeah. And he's like, what about me? I didn't get anything out of this, this whole situation. Nothing, I'm, I'm even still, still going the bold. same job. Still yeah. going bold. I've still got the same job. I didn't get anything out of it. I'm still fat. She, He texts her and says, look, I'm really sorry about this night. Don't worry about it. It's fine. And she sends the same text again. She says, that's fine, but I think we need to talk. So... <laughs> He does the only thing he knows what to do. He goes back to his lap. And then the film cuts to two years later. Yeah. Which was a bit of a surprise. I wasn't sure where they were going with this, but I yeah, really... I'll get from... Maybe come back to whether I thought this was a good idea or not at the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I quite liked it. Two years later, we get a bit of another photo montage. Um, and it turns out within those two years, they've managed to get married. And yeah, got with, a huge house. Yeah, somehow got this massive mansion of a house. And they're hosting a dinner party. And they're all there. Evan's there with his uh, girlfriend. Didn't catch her name, but it's the same girl from it. Uh, Ryan's there. Uh, Carly's there. They're all their friends in there. Debbie's somehow managed to burn the dinner. Yeah. So she's really angry with herself because it should have been for 15 minutes. She's left it for an hour. Um, Stillman gets angry at her. He calls, he, he abuses that, uh, Ryan, which was quite funny. He says, oh, shut the fuck up, Ryan, or something. Which Debbie gets Yeah, really and this was just like, where did that come from? Yeah, it's obvious where it was going. Oh yeah, and it was obvious because where it was going. But where it doesn't matter what he said. Come from? It did, yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter what he said because he's going to turn back the time anyway. Yeah. Um, so he goes down to this secret room in his basement and turns the time back, 
And then he walks back out to the kitchen. We're back where she's just put the dinner in and he sets a timer. Just to fix the dinner. Yeah, so he's turned back the time just to stop her burning the dinner. Evan doesn't appear to know this time what's the, the time travel's moving. Uh, the, no. That he's still got the time machine. No, because he makes a comment, doesn't he, at the start of the dinner, like, oh, every time you make dinner, it's absolutely perfect. Yeah. Um, so I don't think he's been involved in it this time. Or I didn't think at this point. Anyway. Um, and everything's going fine. Just as the dinner party ends, she makes an announcement that tomorrow she's recording her first album. Yeah. Um, but she's, after everybody's done, she says to Stillman, I, I don't really care. I don't feel like I care about anything anymore. I don't yeah, care that I'm making like, this album. I'm just apathetic to everything. Yeah, it's my, I, it was my I dream, just, but I don't have any I don't, feelings yeah. about it. I don't really care. Well, um, not just about that, about anything. About anything, yeah. And then we're in a car, and they're going somewhere. And she says to him, is it strange that we never fight? We never have a single argument? Is that yeah, weird? never even disagree. Yeah. And I put, and she, says, just, I th- she just looks like down. She doesn't look like yeah. herself anymore. She's like, she's got no personality anymore. So to the point where she says to him, I think there's something wrong with me. Yeah. She's like, because I'm just apathetic to everything. We never argue. Everything always turns out nice. And I've written here, this is quite dark. Yeah. Because basically what he's doing is changing her into this like nonplussed character because she never yeah. argues with anybody. He's, he's she never slowly, slowly killing her. Yeah. Chipping away at her personality and taking her life away from her. And he re- I think at this point he realises that yeah, because he goes to see everything. <laughs> And it turns out Evan's now a yogi, yeah. which is a bit weird. He's got a class of uh, people he's teaching yoga to. And he, they have a chat, and he basically still says to him, look, something's changed with Debbie. And he says, I have reinvented the time machine. Yeah, um, he, he tells he tells Evan, I've been using it for... Literally everything. He says, I think I'm addicted yeah. to it. I've been using it for everything. He says, I even used it to just... What did he say? He says he used something really menial the other night. And, Ev- and he says, I think every time I change... The time I'm changing her, um, to the point where she now isn't herself. She isn't her anymore. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think my thing is my thing with this is how has he only just realised it? Because she's because yeah, she's so, said it out loud. Yeah, basically, I think, I think he's very self-centered, isn't he? He doesn't think yeah. anything until she said it to him. Uh, um, and Evan says to Stillman, "Well, it needs to go. You need to destroy it. It's yeah. breaking you. It's breaking her." Yeah. Um, so that night he talks to Debbie. She says, and he says, to her, "I wish I knew how to make you happy." And she says, well, let's have a baby because that will give me something to give me purpose and it will make us happy, I guess. Yeah. Make me happy. And he says, let's talk about it tomorrow. Um, so they go to bed. Um, he gives her a kiss and he says, you deserve so much better to her while she's asleep. Um, and he's, go- he's clearly going downstairs to go and destroy the time machine. Yeah. Um, and then there's an, uh, just as he gets there, there's a knock on the front door and it's Evan. And here's a twist because he says, please don't destroy it. I've been using it too. Yeah. Didn't see that coming, to be fair. <laughs> no, I didn't either. Um, and he says to Stillman, this isn't just about you. This, I've changed my life with it. I've made every, I'm really happy. Everything's going really well for me. Yeah. And Stillman's like, how, how, how are you using it? And he's, he's right. like, well, it's obvious that you, you've been using it and you always leave this door open. So I just sneak in. <laughs> and Stillman's like, why have I never caught you? And he's like, dude, you catch me all the time. And Stillman's yeah. like, oh, of course I do. And it turns out they're both addicted to using it. It's, it's doing wonderful things for Evan's life, not so much for Stillman's. Um, and they have a bit of a standoff, and then they have a bit of a fight. Um, yeah. Because Evan, Stillman locks Evan out, but Debbie lets him in. They have a bit of a fight. They end up falling down the stairs together. And Stillman says, look, I've got to destroy it. We have to go, we have to use it. We have to go right back to the beginning, right back to day one, and start all over again. He says, what we need to do is... I need to not get hit by the car. Yeah, so, so that I, I can't really don't work it. out the the theorem. Yeah, because if I don't get hit by the car, I don't have the theorem, and then I can't redo it. I can't just rebuild it. If I can remember yeah. how to build it, I will just keep rebuilding it. Whilst they're having this conversation, Debbie walks in to the room where the time machine is, and she sees it. For yeah, the first she's time. like, "Why the hell is there a secret room in my house?" Yeah, and why the hell is there a time machine in my house? And then instantly figures out the whole thing. Yeah, so. Within seconds. Not a word even is... No. Beyond um, someone saying, I've built a time machine. She then gets it. She's like, that's why I never feel anything. That's yeah, why we never like, argue. You've... She's literally like, you've been abusing me. Yeah, basically. You've... Years and years and years. Yeah. It's just... And, so, and she's like, every time we argue, you must turn it back so we don't argue. Um, and he says to her, look, I just wanted to eliminate all the times you weren't happy to make you happy. I figured if you're never not happy, you're always going to be happy. 
Yeah, it's that, that's science. Yeah, yes. it's science. But it turns out it doesn't work like that. And then he says, and she says, how long have you been doing this for? And he says, somewhere between 60 and 70 years. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is so dark. And she says, what a horrific invention. And he says, that's why I've got to go back. Because then you'll be free. And we can start afresh. And he says, I'm so sorry. And then Stillman and Evan get into the time machine. And they flash right back to the start of the film. Yeah. They're right back to the bar. She, as as they're going back, she sort of shouts, how dare you leave me here? Yeah. You trapped me here. Yeah. You me here. And then there's a very comedy scene. So he gets out, we get to the point where they're in the car where Stillman realises that Evan's high. Um, he gets out of the car, but he doesn't walk around the back of the car this time. He walks to the front of the car. So Evan can't run him over. Yeah. But Evan really wants to run him over. Yeah, and um, it's this little, like, a little tiny electric like little car. Smart car. Smart car. Yeah. And then we have a chase scene. And he chases him all the way through the town trying to run him over. And it's, it's really funny. It is really funny. It is really funny. It's one of the best scenes in the movie. But just coming after that sort of, oh my god, this the horrificness of what this guy's been doing. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a real. Oh, jerk, it's weird, it? isn't it, it? It's a lurch, definitely. It's a very much lurch in tone. I think they probably realised that's a lot darker than we probably intended. Let's put a comedy scene just here. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably all it was because it goes off quite well. It's chasing around the town. Um, eventually he crashes him. He, he crashes the car and doesn't um, run him over. And Evan apologises for trying to run him over. But Evan then realises, look, I, I don't know how to build the time machine. So we need to start our lives from here. This is it now. Yeah, we're we're yeah. going forward from here. Yeah. So they've done 70 years of time travelling. But now they're going to go back to like their early 20s and carry on. And Evan's like, right, I'm going to grow my own pot from now on because I've spent too much yeah. money on that in the future. <laughs> and then Debbie comes out of the restaurant because she's still got his notebook he still left it so she gives him his notebook back um, and he kisses her and she doesn't know him from Adam at this point She kiss, he kisses her and says goodbye and then suddenly she, she like blips blips like they've been doing and she's like get the fuck over here we're going to have this fight and yeah. she's managed to somehow work the time machine that was obviously left where she was in the future she's flew back gone back in time and she's like super angry because He's been messing with her life for so long, and he says, "I could never make you happy." Um, and she says, "You trapped me. You know how you know how bad that is. What you've done to my life." Um, and he says, "That's why I have to do this." And that's when he and he goes to walk away. And then she kind of drags him back, and she's like, "That's yeah. our, that's our first ever fight." And then she says, "Do you want to do it again?" In the film, <laughs> I mean... so they at least are destined for each other. They probably do serve each other. That's a bit problematic, isn't it? <laughs> a little this bit, ending. yeah. She's just going to stay with the abuser. He's been abusing her for... 70 years. 70 years, and then she's like, ah, she's still all right, it. mate, let's do it again. She still I loves mean, <laughs> these characters were whack. <laughs> it's, that's such a dark twist towards the end, because you don't realise what he's doing until you realise what he's doing. And you're like, yeah, he's like destroying her. And she goes back for more. Yeah. It's it's just bizarre. She should have gone back and met up with him and murdered him or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's it's so bizarre. It's a bizarre ending. And but they I, just had a they had a minor little argument and then happy ending. And we're going to just live I tell you what. And I just left a bit of a sour taste for me because I think I think unintentionally they I don't know I think they'd written themselves into a corner. Yeah, I think you're right. With with how. Oh shit! This we've this has got really dark because he's been doing this for seventy years, and and you know this this woman's a shell of the person she was, and then we just lurch lurch into this like Benny Hill chase, <laughs> and um, then she just pops back, and she's all right with it. She's she's angry for about thirty seconds, and then goes, "Oh right, let's 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 do it again going forward." Yeah, it's and weird. Isn't it? What's the guy learned? We just know how to fill the time machine. So if anything, he's learned, he's unlearned stuff. And it's just, it's so uneven, isn't it? And the first time he bangs his head from now on, is he going to learn how to make this time machine? We all stuck in all over again. And Evan, poor Evan, just gets to just carry on where he was at the beginning of the film, and nothing ever happened to him. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. It's a really weird one. That being said, it is quite fun, and I did enjoy it. I mean, I didn't dislike it while I was watching it. Uh, I, you know. But it did, that end just did, it left a real, like I said, it left a real sour taste on me. I was like, 
but I just don't think they knew how to get out of where they. No, I think I think you're right. I think they ripped themselves into a corner, and I don't think they knew what to do with it because it. I think it's not supposed to be as dark as it is. No, I don't think so. But it is that is pretty dark. I I just it was. I I thought the last third and was just a mess. To be honest, it just (laughs) it got somewhere and then they were like. Right, right in a time travel film, it's really <laughs> difficult, and to get it, you have to get it spot on to make it work, and they, they don't quite manage it. But it is good fun, and it's it's a nice fun little film. If you like time travel films, you're gonna enjoy it. I, think. I like don't know. It. I like time travel films, and I don't think I really liked this. Okay, <laughs> I, fair I, I just think that's a real big issue that maybe it's me, <laughs> maybe it's me that can't get past it. But I, I just thought that really, really made it difficult for me. <laughs> I don't, I don't think she needs. This guy is just again. awful. He's an awful. Yeah, human he's being. not. He's not a good guy. I think she didn't probably need to turn up at the end. If they hadn't have done that, it probably makes it a bit better. If I was happy, what if she just, just like, like you said? What if she just turned up and like just him. <laughs> yeah, just shot him in the head? <laughs> or just ran him over. The last thing she was yeah. her running him over. And then he remembers and, the. Oh the, no! Just leave it open. Does he remember yeah. the time machine? Is he dead? You know. But I don't know. Yeah, the ending's a bit. Just leave it sour. But overall, the film is uh, I think it's at its best when it is. Oh, this sounds really dismissive. Almost my favourite bits of this movie are the bits not to do with the main plot. So it's, it <laughs> is like at, the bit. Any point where Skylar's just on the Yeah, it's the bits where he's playing frisbee or when he's talking to that girl or making a, or helping her move house. It's just that lightness of. It's, it's, got, he's so close to having something nice happen to him and then it never does. Never does. His face when he thought he was going to get in the shower with her was yeah. brilliant. He, he's got a really charismatic face anyway, but he's, he, he can really act with his face. He does it really well. But I, he was definitely the highlight of this movie. By yeah. far. By far. It was very funny. What, um, what's the best bit about it? Have we just done that? Is it him? I think it has to be for me. Yeah, I agree. Um, I he gets the best lines. He gets the big, biggest laughs, really well. doesn't he? Um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's the same... It's the same sort of style he gets in um, Santa Clarita Diet and and vacation. in Vacation. As I think well, it's just him. I think he's the sort of actor he is. He's incredibly short. I didn't realize he was as short as him. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he is. Like, I think all three of them are great in it. To be fair, they all they all play their roles. Really. I I really disliked Asa Butterfield in this, uh, but I think I was supposed to to a degree, but probably not to the degree that I ended up disliking the character <laughs> that's fair yeah you're supposed to dislike the character he's not supposed to be like a sympathetic guy but he played well. he, he acted yeah 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 he did yeah what would you change about it I, I, it just needs to be more balanced that I, I think I don't even know if you need to change the ending maybe you just need to soften the revelation you can't yeah you can't go from super dark to super goofy that quickly so, so, which makes me think do you just get rid of that whole two two years later bit the whole thing, yeah, and and you just no, I liked I like the dark end. I, I think you go with that. You go I don't think you can have both. You, you can't, can't have both. But they tried to go with both. I think it when it got really dark when she was like when she realised that she got no personality anymore. Just stick with that. I think and, Sophie Turner was really good there. I, I yeah, think I agree. That, and it's only a couple of scenes, but when she's sort of realising what's happened to her, and she and you she is this sort of empty shell I was like oh my god I wasn't expecting this movie to go here and she does a really good job with it and then but then to just have that snatched away in that last yeah yeah I, you, you just can't got, have both you need to make the decision we say it every week but you've got to somehow change that but it seems to be pick, saying that at the minute every week now you pick you pick a lane you, you go down that dark ending or you don't do it at all you don't do the two years later bit and maybe the last ten minutes is them um is him trying to not get bumped on the head because you could do a whole ending where they try that three times and he always ends up falling over or bumping his head yeah. on something else. And if you wanted to just do it that way, maybe it would be a bit more balanced. I, I don't know. I, I, but it's I probably really less like, interesting. So. Yeah, it's much less interesting. I think that makes it really twee. But I really like the dark, the way how dark it went. I really like that. But I think you've just got to embrace that and go with that for your ending. Yeah, no, but then you can't you can't try and pull it back after. Yeah, you can't have your goofy car chase. And you, yeah, they still both love each other. Yeah, yeah. This this movie needs to pick a lane. Yeah, that's what right. needs to change. Yes. Cool. Do you want to talk stream table? Yeah, let's do it.
Have we to run through the whole thing? Uh, yeah, because we've still not got loads in there yet, have we? No, we've not. So, Secret Obsession is currently bottom of the stream, followed by American Mary, then The Holiday Calendar, uh, Destruction Las Vegas, a classic horror story, last week's film The Perfection comes there, then Containment, Harley the Alligator Boy, Good Time, and then top of the stream currently is What Happened to Monday. Where are we? I think I'm mid-table. Okay, I think I'm around mid-table as well. You read those out and I've almost instantly forgotten <laughs> the order. So, so uh, well, last week's film The Perfection is in fifth time. Uh, ten, uh, I think that's an. I think that's an interesting comparison. Yeah, because they're both a bit crazy. Um, I don't think this touches the, the top four. It doesn't touch containment, but it might have a. You might have got an argument around the perfection and the classic horror story. I think. I, I might. Uh, yes. No. I think we're in the right ballpark. I. I mean, my gut reaction is. It's between them. Between the perfection and the classic horror story. Yeah, I think the perfection is like more than, than yeah. I think you're right, and it's wilder, and yeah. it's I'm not saying in a good way necessarily, but it's more surprising. <laughs> yes, I'd agree with that. So, do you want to put it underneath the perfection and above a classic horror story? Yeah, I think so. That makes it six. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good with that. Let's go with that then. Do you know what? What? So, how many episodes have we done now? This series. How many films we've got? Is that ten? This is eleven. This is 11. I can't believe how high containment still is, is still. I know what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. I think so, we need to do a call out for wildcards as well. So we're nearly halfway through the season. It's only been there. Uh, has there been any yet? One yet? One. One. So we've got three left. Yes. That's so fine. Hit me with some wildcards, people. Cool. We'll stick it there. So do you want to pick next week's film? Yeah, let's do it. Anything you're interested in? What do you want? Um... <laughs> Cool. Let's. I feel like we've not had um, much stuff explode recently, like a bit of an action. Ooh, a bit of an action. Flick. Say that. But let's see what the randomizer will do for us. Let's call on Robin then. Let's press his button. Are you ready? I sure am. It has picked a film called Werewolves of the Third Reich. How brilliant! <laughs> <laughs> what could that be about? I mean, this sounds like classic bottom of the stream fodder this does it really does doesn't it? you should see the picture <laughs> you want nazi the... werewolves can i give you the tagline before i give you the yes please else? hail werewolf hail nazi total terror Brilliant. okay <laughs> do you want a synopsis yeah i would love that one in germany at the height of world war ii a ragtag group of american soldiers discovered dr mengali's diabolical plan to create an unstoppable army of nazi werewolves Brilliant. What more do you need? What more do you need? It's from 2017. It runs for an hour and a half. Currently rated at 2.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Wow. That is low, man. That is so low. I'm just seeing if there's anybody in the downloads, but I don't think there's going to be, if I'm honest. Yeah, that sounds uh, sounds pretty epic. It has a budget of £300,000. Oh, yeah. Low budget. We're doing low budget. According to IMDb, it's an action, adventure, horror, mystery, sci-fi, thriller, war film. <laughs> Why can't people just be pick a horror movie? Pick a genre. Just... It looks like the lowest budget piece of shit I've ever seen. Okay. So excited. If that is not a selling point for you to come back <laughs> next week, I don't know what is. So yeah, go out and watch Werewolves of the Third Reich. Uh, and in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter and Letterboxd at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. If you want to drop us an email, it's bottomofthestream at gmail.com. Um, if you want to go on our website, it's bottomofthestream.com. On the website, you can find every episode we've ever recorded. All six season stream tables. You can look at the Botska winners. You can look at Oscar winners. You can even get some merch if you want to buy a bottom of the stream umbrella. You should need one of them at the minute. <laughs> Dude, it has not stopped raining for like three weeks. Ago, I know. <laughs> um, after you've done all that, check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. On there for a couple of quid every month, you'll get early access to the movie show episodes. You'll get bonus episodes. You Nick writes a newsletter every month. And then for us, if you come in at the top level, you can have a wild card, which means you can give Robin the week off and you can pick the film that we watch the following week. Once you've done all of that, check us out on Discord, come into the Discord. We're going to have a lot of fun in there next year. It's going to be a fun place to be. Discord link will be at the bottom of the show now. Sure. If you could spare a few minutes to leave us a review anywhere that you could review podcasts, we would really appreciate that because it really helps uh, put improve our algorithm and put our 
little face and our little thumbnail in front of people's eyes and ears um you can do that uh on podbean podchaser apple podcasts you can rate podcasts now on spotify which i believe is a new feature um pandora cephalopod there's loads of places anywhere you can review podcasts please consider doing that it really helps us out if you've got a time machine you could rewrite that review over and over again until it's the best review anyone has ever written in the history of the world no pressure no pressure if we do get like the best review anybody's ever written now we're going to know that you've got a time machine and we yeah. don't want to come and probably play with it so yeah let us know. for sure <laughs> cool yeah do all that go out and watch <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this but go out and watch Werewolves of the Third Reich and we will yes. be back <laughs> we will be back on we will do a wave next week we'll be back on Monday for the wave and then we'll be back next Thursday for our review of Werewolves of the Third Reich cheers bye bye